Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Woo, hallelujah. Come on, can you give him a hallelujah? Hallelujah. Give him the highest praise. Oh, hallelujah. Father, we thank you and we praise you and we lift up your holy name. And we have gathered here today, oh God, to celebrate the sacrifice that you made for all of us. And God, we're thankful and we give you praise. We pray now as we shall go into this thy word that our souls will be ministered to and souls will be blessed and uplifted. Healings will take place and deliverances will come and glory God and people will have a keen insight as to who you are. And God, we thank you and we praise you. As you anoint these lips of clay, anoint the ears that shall hear and the hearts that shall receive. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Thank you for this wonderful, talented group of individuals that sang and played, oh God. And Father, we thank you and we praise you. We magnify you. Bless those that are traveling, O oh God, those that are in Paris, France now. Bless them, O oh God. Look over them. Keep over them. Watch over them, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. And God, we give you thanks. We can pray for those that are absent from us on this day. And God, we lift them up before you. And we just give you the highest praise. Come on, we give you the highest praise. We give you the highest praise. Not only the highest praise, but I give you my best praise. Come on, I give you my best praise. My best praise that says, thank you, Lord. Come on, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Good to see all of you here on this day, on this Resurrection Day, this Easter Sunday. Bless his holy name. We just thank God for you. We had a marvelous men's fellowship yesterday. Amen. The numbers were not as large as we normally are, but Brother Tim Carter, praise God, shared with us a testimony of where they are and what's happening in their lives and how the Lord now has just revealed himself to them. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Bless his holy name. It's wonderful when God reveals himself to you. Hallelujah. It's good to hear it from somebody else. It's good to hear it from somebody else's testimony. But when is your testimony? From your personal experience with him. and You tell that story, glory to God. And 
there's something great and marvelous and magnificent that happens in your life as well as a blessing to others' lives. He was very encouraging. He was very uplifting. He was very... Uh, shall I say this, glory to God, because when he gets up and testifies, he is going to testify. I don't know if his wife will be standing by him, but glory to God, if she is, because she has a great testimony too. It's a family affair. It's a family what affair, and we give on to God. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Because some of you may be going through the same thing he's going through. You never know who you're sitting next to. You know, they look good. They, they, you know, they give the appearance that everything is fine. And, but you never know what they're going through on the inside. The trials and the tribulations that they're confronting and the heartaches and the pains and the sorrows and the questions, glory to God, that they have. And oh, glory to his name. But thanks be to God, when you hear their story, then you can tell, you get encouragement to tell your story. Tell what the Lord is doing in your life. Somebody ought to give him some praise. Well, today is Easter. It's Resurrection Day. It's a day that we set aside to celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and his resurrection, and as I was reading and going through the word of the Lord and asking the Lord, Lord, what is it that you want me to convey to your people on this great day? I don't want to just be preaching, but I want to give you the message that the Lord is sending. Come on, give him praise for that. Hallelujah. And so he just simply said to me, I'm revealing myself. I said, wow, okay, that's interesting, but not enough. Because I simply just wrote down, Jesus reveals himself. <laughs> Bless his holy name. And when I began to read all of the gospels of the story of the crucifixion and the resurrection, uh, then I began to see there were some challenges that Jesus had in getting people to believe that he had risen. Hmm. And we still have that challenge today. How many of you believe that he rose again? That's good, that's good, that's good. But I mean, do you really believe uh, that he got up? Because, you see, in order for you to really believe it, you have to be, it has to be revealed to you. Mm. You have to have revelational knowledge. Mm. It, it's just, this doesn't come through head knowledge doesn't come through the flesh knowledge but it comes through a spiritual awakening that's revealing to you who Jesus is oh now that goes deeper than uh, most of us are 
most of us are. But the gospel, when I was studying the gospels, I found out that even his disciples didn't believe that he got up. I'm going to say that again. I found out that even his disciples didn't believe that he got up. Hmm. What was the problem? What was the situation? Why could they not believe that he got up? Because it goes contrary to the way we are trained to believe, the way we are trained to thought, to think. Our thought processes interfere in our believing he got up. Mm. Mm. Because, see, when I ask the question, most of you raise your hand and you believe that he got up, but really, do you believe that he got up? Hmm. Do you really believe it? The Bible is filled with every, when you read the book of Matthew, read the book of Mark, you read the book of Luke, and you read the book of John, glory to God, all of them say that when, the, this, when Mary and all of them came back and told his disciples that he got up, they didn't believe it. What, 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 was, what was wrong? What, why couldn't they believe that he, he got up? Well, first of all, the problem was they didn't see it for themselves. Hmm. They didn't what? See it for themselves. They had to believe in what someone else said. They had to what? Believe in someone else said. And John, praise God, if you go to the 20th chapter of the book of St. John, John identifies a person that we call Doubting Thomas. We call him what? Doubting Thomas. And it, it, you might even put your name in there. Because, uh, well, we'll get to that in a moment. Because the question is, do you really believe? Or has Jesus revealed himself to you? Is he your Lord and your Savior? Oh, bless his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. John 20. Uh, we'll start at verse 24. But Thomas, one of the 12, so called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. Now, let me give you the setting. Jesus has been crucified. Uh, now, all of us can accept the fact that Jesus was crucified because that is within our logical mind, the way we think. That, that makes sense. Let, 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 me, let me say this. When we are born into this world, when we are what? born into this world, we are born as human entities. We are born as what? Human. 
And therefore, since we are human entities, we think logically and we think with our senses. We think with what our senses? Uh, what are the senses? Sight, hearing, touching, smelling, tasting. Those five senses that we have or experience validate what we believe in this world. They validate. If I say to you, this is salty, if I say to you, this is salty, guess what you're going to do? You're going to taste it. You're going to taste it. You're not going to just believe what I'm telling you. Because you want to taste it for yourself. You want to find out, is it really salty? Well, glory to God. And so we live in a world where everything that happens must make sense. Everything that happens has to add up and then come to a logical conclusion. That's how we are born into this world, and that's how we navigate through life in this world. Amen. Everything makes sense. Everything adds up. Glory to God. And if it doesn't add up, then guess what? I discount it. If it doesn't add up, I discount it. Ooh, hallelujah. So, the true problem that the disciples had was they were looking at it from a logical perspective. Now, if you just saw somebody killed and they are dead, they are dead, and you know they are dead, and somebody comes along and tells you they are not dead, they are still alive, and you know you saw them dead, then guess what's going to happen? Now, you're in a conflict. You're you, you conflicted. Do I believe what they say? Or do I believe what I saw? Do I believe what they said? Or do I believe what I saw? Because I saw him dead. And not only do I, did I see him dead, glory to God, but guess what he said? Though a man die, yet shall he live again. That's what he said. But what he said contradicts my thought process. Because I'm born into a world, of glory to God, in which <clears throat> death and life are not congruent. They're opposite of each other, glory to God. When, when you say something is dead, then I'm expecting it to be dead, glory to God. And if you say something is alive, I'm expecting it to be alive. But don't tell me the dead is alive. Because I can't compute the dead is alive. Because it doesn't add up. Now you're trying to convince me that the dead is alive. I think you're trying to pull a game on me. Because, Lord of God, I saw him dead. And when I knew, what I know about death is that death seems to be final. Seems to be permanent, glory to God. And when I see a dead person, they don't move. 
When I see a dead person, they don't talk, they don't uh, do anything, glory to God, that, that is opposite of death. But you're trying to convince me that Jesus, who was dead, is now alive. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're all right when you talked about his death. You were all right when you were telling me how you described how they hung him on the cross and stretched him out and all like that, and he died, that you were fine. But then you got into this area. Glory to God, we start talking about he's alive, but he's dead. <laughs> no, 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 wait. <sighs> I'm struggling with that. Uh, see, that's, what, <laughs> that's why we struggle with faith. Mm. That's why we struggle with what? With faith, Lord of God. Because faith, Lord of God, requires you to believe something. See, faith is the evidence of things not seen. Faith is what? The evidence of things not but, 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 but I need my sight to validate what I'm seeing. And if you don't allow me to use my sight to validate, then how am I going to believe what you're telling me? How am I going to believe it? How am I going to, um, hallelujah. There has to be some other intervention here. Glory to God. There must be something else that's involved here. One of the things was every time that Jesus Let's go read. Let's, let's read this the story of Doubting Thomas. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. And other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. Now, now who told him? Other disciples who were there and present and had seen Jesus said to Doubting, said to Thomas, Glory to God, we have seen the Lord. Ah. Uh, we have seen the Lord. But Thomas said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of his nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side I'm not going to believe you. I'm not going to believe you. You said he got up. Well, I need some proof that he got up. I need something or someone to tell me or show me. I need to see him for myself. Glory to God. I'm not going to believe that he got up when I know death is permanent. When my logical mind tells me, glory to God, that give me a historical background of anybody else who got up. Everybody I know, my Uncle John, my Uncle Sam, my, Uncle, my Auntie Susie, my Auntie, everybody else I know that died is still dead. They're still dead. But you're trying to tell me Jesus is still alive mm. 
And not only is he alive, but he's got all power in his hands. I'm not going to believe that. Not until I do it myself. And after eight days, again, his disciples were within, and Thomas said with them this time, then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto Uh-oh. He's messing with me again. Because I know we locked that door. I know we locked that door. And we made sure that nobody was coming in or going out. And all of a sudden, Jesus is in the midst of us. No, you're doing fine about his crucifixion. But there's something about this getting up business, this alive business. That's messing with my mind. It's messing with my ability to logically conclude that Jesus is still dead. Because I've seen him, glory to God. I saw what they did to him. I saw him crucify him. I saw him. As a matter of fact, when Joseph of Arimathea came to get his body, glory to God, they had to check with the guards to find out how long has he been dead. Because I'm not going to let him go until I know how long he's been dead. So the soldier said, well, he's been dead. And, and so you can release him. So they released him and unto Joseph of Arimathea and go to God. And, 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 and so now he, he's dead. And, 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 and Joseph put him in the tomb. And not only did they put him in the tomb, but there's a big old boulder. Somebody put a big old boulder in front of the tomb so that nobody can say he got up. And so when the women were going to the tomb to visit Jesus and to anoint his body, Glory to God. They, they encountered this the question and they said, well, who's going to roll the stone away? Who's going to what roll the stone away? Because the stone is heavy, it's big, glory to God, and we don't have enough power to roll that stone away. But now, go watch this now, watch this. Because you see, here's where divine intervention comes in. Here's where what divine Intervention comes in where God reveals his power to you. And guess what he did? He allowed an earthquake to happen to shake the earth and move the stone away. Somebody ought to give him praise. Somebody ought to give him praise. While they were yet trying to figure it out, it had already been done. Whoo. Oh, glory. While they were trying to figure it out, it was already done. Some of us are in that same condition. We still trying to figure out 
how God does what he does. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And it's already done. Somebody ought to give him praise. Look at that. It's already done. Woo. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See, while they were on their way, he was already up. He had already gotten up. Somebody shall praise him. While they were trying to figure out, glory to God, what we're going to encounter, glory to God, God says, I've already done it. Somebody ought to shout praise him. What you're trying to figure out today, he's already said, I've already done it. Somebody ought to give him praise. Somebody ought to give him praise. Hallelujah. Woo. It's already done. It's already done. It's already concluded. So let's go back to Tom. Let's go back to you. Doors being shut and said unto you, Peace be unto you. Where did he come from? How did he get in here? Who opened who opened that door? Somebody must have unlocked it. No, he just came through the doors and appeared. Because that's the kind of power that he has. Somebody ought to shout. You see, he doesn't operate in our logical world. He operates in a supernatural world. Somebody ought to give him praise. See, glory to God. Uh, and when you operate in the supernatural, it, the natural doesn't make sense. Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean doesn't make sense? Well, let's just take let's take this example. Let me mess with your mind. Let me mess with your mind. Everybody knows a two-piece fish sandwich. At least you should know. If you've been in school, you've been educated, all college students, all high school graduates, all you know, middle school graduates, if, you just, if you've been educated in any way, fashion, or form, you know, glory to God, that a two-piece fish sandwich is not going to feed 5,000 people. You already know. You're... I saw a picture that James and them sent to me, how the fish they caught, glory to God, and how big they were and all like that. As big as those fish were, glory to God, they weren't going to feed 5,000 people. I, 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 I just know that. So, so don't try to tell me that you took a two-piece fish sandwich, glory to God, and, and you fed 5,000 people. That, that does not add up. Doesn't add up. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Y'all know. Don't leave me out here hanging by myself. Amen. Y'all know yourself, that, glory to God, that if somebody says to you, I fed 5,000 people, and all I had was two little fish and five loaves of bread you say get out of here you say get out of here that doesn't make sense yet Jesus said through his word that he took two little fish and five loaves of bread and fed 5,000 men as well as women and children Now, you want me to believe that? You want me to believe that? You want me to believe that? 
How do I believe that? Because somebody was there. And somebody witnessed it. And somebody saw it. And somebody recorded it. And somebody put it in the word, glory to God, that that's what he did. And somebody who was there got fulfilled. <laughs> and, and they just kept on eating. And every time they go to the, you know, get some more fish, the fish was still there. They take a piece, glory to God, and feed a person over here, and there was still a piece left, and they go get that piece, and there's still a piece left. They go get that piece, and there's still a piece left. And they just kept on going. Glory to God. Well, what is going on here? You're trying to get me to believe something, glory to God, that, that it goes against my logical mind. Oh, no, that. But somebody said, they were, we were on a ship and we were tossing and turning and being tossed about and we found Jesus on the ship and he was asleep everybody else is afraid and, and, and being tossed about glory to God and being concerned about what's going to happen and, 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 and you know and are we going to survive and are we going to make it glory to God and what's going to happen glory to God everybody's concerned about it but then we find Jesus and where is he asleep Master, carest thou not that we perish? And Jesus said, uh, it's, it's all right. Everything's all right. What do you mean it's all right? Can't you feel this boat rocket? Can't you see the storms coming over our heads and glory to God and the water's filling up the boat and the boat's getting ready to sink? Glory to God. What, what's, how do you, what, what, do you, what do you mean it's all right? And guess what? Look at yourself and say, I'm all right. What'd you say? I'm all right. I'm all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm all right, all right. I'm all, go to God. I'm all right. Hallelujah. I'm already all right. It's already all right. Somebody ought to shout praise. It's not going to be all right. It's already all right. Somebody ought to give him praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Wait a minute. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. Oh, it's not computing. When I look at it and I validate it with my senses, no, 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 no. That's just what we heard yesterday. When I look at my senses and I look at my numbers and I add up and, you know, and I've been to school and I know how to add and subtract and multiply and, and divide, glory to God. You know, and when I do that, glory to God, I come out with a sub-zero. I said sub-zero. That's below zero. When you're below zero, you're into the negative territory. Somebody ought to shout praise him. But when I look at it and I really look at it I find out there's more in there than I thought somehow or another he's made provision for me in this negative situation he's made it into a positive somebody ought to shout praise him 
Yeah, yeah. It looked bad. It looked, it looked, it looked bad at first. Glory to God. It looked, that's what it looked because I saw it. I saw it with my eyes. I saw it with my senses. I saw it. Glory to God that it looked bad. But then all of a sudden, something happened that I cannot explain. There was a divine intervention. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Ooh. That same thing happened. I get a bad report from the doctor. Same thing happens. Whose report are you going to believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. His report says, I am healed. His report says, I am healed. His report says, I am free. His report says, victory. Come on, victory, victory, victory. Come on, how many believe that? How many believe that? How many believe it? Glory to God. Hallelujah. You see, hallelujah, glory to God. Let me, let me close out this. Let me, let me, let me. Uh, verse 27, then said he to Thomas, this means Jesus, reach hither thy finger. You want, you want, you, you've been saying you want to stick your finger in my, in my nails? Prince, here I am. Go ahead and stick them in. But as you stick them in, remember, believe. Remember, believe. As you go through this process of validating what you see and what you believe, believe. Because you see, there is a difference between flesh faith and spirit-based faith. Spirit-based faith, glory to God, is your evidence of things not seen. Come on. It believeth all things, hopeth all things, seeth all things. Glory to God. But in your natural mind, you can't see it because it doesn't add up. Come on. How, how many... How, if I tell you, if I tell you, if I tell you, if I say this to you, if I say this to you, because this is what was told us yesterday. This was told us yesterday. This was told us yesterday. That the way to get out of debt is to give. Man, you putting the game on me. Man, you just messing with me. Glory to God, because... How am I going to get if I'm giving? Now, that doesn't make sense. That if I'm in debt, overloaded in debt, glory to God, I need to get out of debt, that I'm going to give my way out. No, no. In my education, it said to me, go borrow. Is that what your education says? Go borrow. The way you get out of debt is you borrow your way out of debt. You know, come on now. Just, come on, come on. Don't, don't try to tell me, give my way out. That's what got me in trouble now. I'm giving. So if I'm giving, glory to God, hallelujah, how am I going to get out of debt if I'm giving? 
See, what you don't know is there is a God. There is a divine intervention. And when you hear this testimony, you're going to say, wow. You're going to say, God, you are an awesome God. Hallelujah. Because how many of you have been in debt over $100,000 and God wiped it away clean? Just wipe the slate clean and say, start over. You don't owe it anymore. Somebody say, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to show you how God is. And I'm trying to be careful, you know, not to tell too much, but Yet at the same time, I want y'all to know how God is. Yeah, yeah. We went to, we went to, anybody here been to Lowry's? Lowry's is not cheap. Lowry's is not cheap. So if you're cheap, don't go to Lowry's. It was, I think nine or ten of us, maybe even eleven of us that went to Lowry's to eat on behalf of Sister G's birthday. She loves Lowry's. And so we went and we sat down and, and I invited, I invited a guest that the Holy Ghost told me to invite. So I invited that guest and I said to the guest, order what you want just order what you want and it will be taken care of and so we all sat down we ordered and ate and, you know my grandchildren were there and you know and so they were asking permission you know to get stuff and so I was granting them permission and you know and I said well I got it covered you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of it and meanwhile I'm trying to figure out my dollars and And since, you know, trying to figure it out. Glory <laughs> to God. Yeah, you know, okay, you know, how am I going to pay this? And all ah, hallelujah. And I, I know, I know, I know that bill had to be over $800. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's typical. Because you're going to pay somewhere between $60 and $70 a person by the time you get out of there. And so my daughter came to me. She said, have you gotten the bill yet? I said, no, no. So she, she came back a few minutes later. Have you gotten the bill yet? No. She says, well, why don't you ask the lady where the, where the bill is? Because she got to figure out her money. And how she going to pay for it? So she called the waitress. She said, waitress, where is the bill? And the lady said, it's been taken care of. Did you? Did, did you it's been taken care of. And I looked at the tape. 
I went down the road. I said, I, 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 I know they didn't do it. I know they didn't do it. I said, I just know that that didn't happen from them. I said, wait a minute, where is the guest? Because she had disappeared and said she was going home and she had to go take care of some business. And I said, where is the guest? I said, I, I, I told the lady, I said, who did that? She said, the lady who left took care of it took care of it for you go and that's what Jesus is trying to tell us today it's already been taken care of somebody ought to shout praise him it's already been taken care of glory to God the bill has already been paid somebody ought to shout praise him the debt has already been paid somebody ought to give him praise hallelujah thank you Jesus Hallelujah. And see, there were some people that missed out because they figured they couldn't afford it. Some people missed out of going with us because they said, I can't afford it. But they didn't know that the Lord had already divine intervention. Somebody ought to give him some praise. Somebody ought to give him some Somebody ought to give him some praise. Glory to God. So don't hold back. Glory to God when you think you can't afford it. Glory to God. I'm not telling you to go out and just spin. But I'm telling you to put your trust in Jesus. Because Jesus has divine intervention. He can make things happen when nobody else can. Somebody ought to shout praise him. So doubting Thomas, here I am. You don't even know how I got here. I just came through the walls and I just appeared. It wasn't Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that King Nebuchadnezzar said, I put three. I put three in that fiery furnace. How is it that I see four? I put three in, but I see four. Where'd that fourth one come from? He, I didn't put him in there. But that fourth one is always with you. Come on, somebody. He's always with you. And he made a promise that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Somebody ought to shout praise him. Even when you mess up, he still oh, is with you. Somebody ought to give him praise. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Thank you, Lord. Jesus reveals himself. Jesus had to show these people that he was still alive. 
that he was not dead. So he went from place to place manifesting himself and some of the people couldn't even recognize him. They couldn't even see him for who he was. They were so convinced that he was dead they couldn't imagine him being alive. And so Jesus had to reveal himself and say, look, hey, look, listen, it's me. It's me. I know you thought I was dead, but I'm still alive. And remember what I said to you, though a man die, yet shall he live. Though a man die, yet shall he live. I, I, anybody here study math? Study, anybody here study math in school? Did y'all study congruent lines? Everybody, congruent lines? I, I got a few of you nodding here. Others are saying, what in the world is he talking about? Yeah, you know. Congruent lines are, are lines that are, are running along the same parallel. And they say at the conclusion of, of congruent lines, they will never intersect. But incongruent lines will intersect. When you are born again, somebody ought to shout praise him, then you become incongruent. Woo. What do you mean incongruent? See, when I was born, I was born incongruent with the world. I was born congruent with the world and the way the world thinks and the way the world operates. Glory to God, that's the way I operated. Somebody ought to shout. That was my education. That was my belief. That's who I was. Glory to God, I was congruent with the world. Somebody ought to shout praise him. But then somebody introduced me to Jesus. When somebody introduced me to Jesus, my life became incongruent. No longer was I congruent with the world. Somebody ought to shout praise it. And now there's going to be an intersection. There's going to be an intersection. There's going to become a time where I'm going to have to have faith and belief and trust. Glory to God. And I'm going to intersect with what I used to think. And the way I used to go. Woo. Somebody ought to. Can, can, I, get a, can I get somebody to just say, thank you, Lord? Can I get somebody to say, I believe you, Lord? Come on, I believe your word. Come on, I believe your word. I believe what your word says. And your word says, I am victorious. Come on, I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer. I am glory to God. Why? Because Jesus is inside of me. Somebody ought to give him some praise. My life now intersects with the path of Jesus. Now I see things clearly now. I see things differently now. Where I used to struggle with, how am I going to do this? And 
how am I going to do that and how is this going to happen and how is this going to happen now I just simply say I turned it over to Jesus and he made it all right come on I turned it over to Jesus and he made it all right and he made it all right before it was all right somebody ought to shout praise him and he told me just believe and it's all right he just told me believe it's all right and it is all right then he said change your vocabulary change what you say say what you want and not what you have unless what you have is what you want so what I want is peace what I want is love what I want glory to God is everything is alright not everything is going to be alright but everything is alright can I get a witness is everything all right in your life? Has Jesus revealed himself to you? As he said to you, listen, I once was dead, but now I'm alive. I once was what dead, and now I'm alive. And I want you to just believe it. Just believe. Oh, glory to God. Let me, let me, let me close this. Let me close this. Let me close this. Then he said, He to Thomas, reach here to thy finger and behold my hands, and reach here to thy hand and thrust it in my side. And this is the part, and be not faithless, but believing. I believe, I believe, I believe. Thomas said, answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. And this is what Jesus, what Jesus said to him. Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. How many can't see your way through? Come on, you can't see your way through, but you believe your way through. Come on, you believe your way through. You believe... Come on, glory to God. You believe that God is all power. That all power is in his hands when he got up. Power to do what? Power to make things right. Power to pay the price. Power to go to God. To make sure that the bill that you do is due, glory to God, is paid up. Somebody ought to shout praise him. How am I going to do that? Because I'm going to give unto the Lord that which is his. I'm going to do that which is right in the sight of God. We're not getting ready to raise an offer, so you don't have to worry about it. Glory to God. But the next time you give, give with the understanding that he pays big dividends. And when you hear this testimony, glory to God, when you hear this testimony, it is always good to have a testimony of somebody that's real, that somebody that's modern day time, glory to God, that you don't have to go back 2,000 years and find the answer, but he's got somebody living today. Somebody ought to give him some praise. Woo! God worked a miracle for them. Somebody ought to shout praise him. And talking about a gift that keeps on giving he keeps on blessing me yeah he keeps on blessing me 
He keeps on blessing me. And Lord, I just want to say thank you for keep on blessing me. And listen, this is what he said. I'll open the windows of heaven and I'll pour you out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. Ooh, hallelujah. Keep on blessing me. Come on, keep on blessing me. Keep on blessing me. Thank you, Lord. Can you just say, say, thank you, Lord. Come on, just say, thank you, Lord. Come on, the more you give him thanks, the more he pours out his blessing upon you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, just say thank you, Lord. Come on, just say thank you, Lord. Oh, I just want to say thank you, Lord. See, see, uh, I'm closing, I'm closing, I'm closing, I'm closing, I'm closing, I'm closing, I'm closing. But I want you to know that God reveals himself to you to let you know something. I don't know why God, yes, I guess I do know why he does. But sometimes I, I wonder why God waits until the last minute. What's up with that, Lord? What's up with that, Lord? Why did you show up a few days in advance? Why do you have to wait until the last day? Because I want you to know that nobody else could do it but me. Come on, I get the glory. I get the praise. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. And I'm here to bless you today. Some, stand to your feet. Come on, stand up, stand up, stand up. Ooh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. 